You had done something. Well, see, Google Maps thought I was on the yeah. bus. It, it was like, how's the bus? It's like, I'm not on that bus. It assumes you're a bus boy. Well, well I did kind of do the bus route because we stopped by Smith's on the way over here. People, it's the you holy You were on the Gar bus. It's the Holy Schlodcast back. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a, been a while. Uh, we are it's copying from other podcasts now because that's what we like to do. It's been a minute. And Who are we ripping off now? Uh, that was in that... Uh, REM one. Ah, well, everything. That. They're really funny. They're really podcasts. They're really, there's a lot of podcasts. That I hear new podcasts all the time that, that and what they're all about. Like, uh, Steph was telling me about this one that's like the ologist podcast where they just interview a different ologist each week. Interesting. Like, that has a great concept. Have you heard Slow Burn? No. What is that? First season's about Nixon impeachment or Nixon, Watergate, et cetera. Oh, so they're doing like long form. And then second season is Bill Clinton. What the are mighty we doing? mighty Clintones. What are we doing? Oh, who the I saw Billy, by Billy the way. Clintones. Saw the mighty mighty Clintones. Bill Clintones. How are they? We're about two songs in, and I was out. It was a free thing, so that was the only reason I was there. Did you get an update on whether or not he's now had to knock on wood? Well, uh, if he, I think he knocked on wood because he fit into a suit that he was asking everything <laughs> in the world to fit into that suit. Well, zoot suits are kind of, uh, you know, they're built mighty for... Mighty, mighty boss suits. I mean, he, do, he does... I realize they do more of like a... He has kind of that old Vegasy gray fit suit, mobster 60s level. I did see a zoot suit, a uh, tempered zoot suit in Vegas. I was in Vegas the last weekend. That's why I sent you that text by accident, big winnings. Did you see that? That was exciting. You didn't mean to? No. I was trying to send that to Steph. Oops, didn't mean to. And then I was to. like, whoops. But then I was like, wait, let's celebrate. This is very good. Won a bunch of money. But uh, we were down there to see Bradford and meet halfway because I haven't seen him show there. It was his first day. But mm. Mighty Mighty Boss Sounds are playing out Sunday, and he's a big Scott boy. So we're like, let's go see it you know, on Fremont Street. Yeah, did you have to pay? <laughs> no, absolutely free. But it, they do do it like a level of security. It's not – they put up barricades to kind of control the situation a little bit better. Um, but there was a shit ton of people. When it's free and right there and they kind of know the names, people show up. There How many times were you worried about getting shot? I wasn't – well, there's no reason to think about that in Vegas. There's never any reason to ever think about that. No, I was. I didn't think about that. I was more of, I'm really close to a lot of vape pens. Hmm. A lot of marijuana was going to get Hell that yeah. contact high. It was free as the day is long in Vegas. It's free? Uh-huh. Free pot? Yeah, they give them out now. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> there was the best part of the whole body 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 dancer guy still going that's why i wrote that love that tweet i love that i saw it immediately I'm upon so posting boom like i was so into it because i was one like, of oh, my twenty thousand likes on twitter the only two people who like your i maybe three people who like my tweets very exciting but the mighty mighty boston ball i was still dancing he, he, i think he slowed it down i think he paced himself correctly like he was like gonna he was doing a lot of hand move he wasn't doing a hard skank the whole mm. time you ever get in the sky? You were you were a dark boy. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I met like <clears throat> dark uh, soul boys. I went I straight from like corn to punk rock, and there was no room for ska. I immediately went from that which I scorned to scorning ska. Well, did you see that corn came out with the coffee? No, corn has come out with their own brand <laughs> coffee. There's this video they put out that was like them slowly. Uh, Kind of like getting a tour of behind the scenes, like clearly the people they've paid to do it for them, but like it was all very Seattle. It was so weird to see corn in a very morning business centric video. It was like a 
because they couldn't they, they couldn't put a normal corporate video out that's like bah, what the ball the bean the beans going in the coffee and it's really good that's Kid Rock they, oh the Kid Rock also came out with coffee <laughs> is it like that coffee that those monkeys eat all day I dream but of it's, uh, the leads of lattes corn eats. what is it like that coffee that the monkeys eat and then pass through their system. But it is, uh, but it's Monkey's butthole, the, the guitar player. His name is Monkey. His name is Monkey. Oh! Wait, is he the Jesus freak? Yeah, no, that's no, that's head. That's head. Cause so he had a, he had a head on his shoulders, a Jesus shoulders, Jesus head shoulders. Yeah, very head shoulders. very confusing origin story for those. Fieldy, the bass player. Low. His other name, as you told me. Oh, was it? Used to it used to be Gar. Oh, that's right. Because it was Garfield. Oh, that's so weird. Of course, it's Garfield. I like that some. The, you sent this thing and forgot about it. It's ruined my life and made me oh, not want right. to be called Gar anymore. That's what I refer to you as Gar is constantly. People are like, why is your name Gar? I'm like, I don't know, Garfield. Fieldy. Fieldy. He loves corn. Love corn. And but it's not, I wonder, they should have had a corn-based, I guess, corn-based coffee. Corn-based. Yeah, what is that weird coffee substitute? Isn't it made out of corn? I think so. I remember I, I had some, some gas station on a road trip, and I was like, that really does just taste like corn. Corn-based. The co- Kid Rock uh, did not do coffee, and it was uh, was going for mamma like since that's the breakdown in Freak on a Leash. It is, mm-hmm. but in this case, it would be Freak on a Press because it's a, like a coffee press. Mm. See that? You could also go with uh, "Are you ready?" And they, but you're saying it to a <laughs> coffee maker. Mm. Are Are you ready? Keurig. I'm just behind because I've been trying to think of a pun for my my Boston since you mentioned that. And now oh I'm yeah, what do you want to go back to that pun? And I, I no, I got nothing. Um, final recap: Mighty Mighty Boston still got it, still doing a great job. You're I as a boy who loved ska because I was a big ska boy. Um, I never was in a, a literal and figurative sense. That's true. <laughs> oh boy, uh, oh big boy, uh, sandwich and person. The ska part of my life was very exciting. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boston never got it, but definitely remember him from Clueless. Mm. Yeah, that song was in every movie. Yeah. No, no, this was a different song. So it wasn't the knock on wood. It was a different one. That was in Clueless Soundtrack. Watch this. Clueless Soundtrack had uh, Radiohead on it, a weird alter- like acoustic version what? of Fake Plastic Trees. Yeah. Kind of a hot jam. Do you know those? Do you ever get the robocalls where they pretend like they're typing, or not the robocalls, but when you call in to a automated phone service and it pretends like it's typing when? Oh, I love that! I thought you were talking about the one where you, it, they call you, you you pick up, and they're not used to that, so they like have to give it a second, then it connects to somebody mm. in a call station. Oh, sorry, what? Uh, oh, hey, you're there. Okay, this song. Ready to go. We lost the channel, left channel. Maybe it's just me. It's probably just you. There we go. We're back. Yeah, you want to get full fidelity on this. Oh, wow. You remember this? Where did you go? Come on. Where did you go? You don't remember that? Do you remember them in Clueless? This is like a third song. He's dead. <laughs> Hi. Oh my God. 
think this is all off. They show the dancer. This is the dancer's big moment. This is really compelling content. No, it's clueless. There he is. There's the dancer. I saw that guy. He's still going. What are you looking up? Your He's puns still? still? Trying to find that well, yeah, you're the one yelling at me about the content. You're the one on your phone. Oh, real good content. What the fuck is that weird? You're doing the equivalent of that phone call right now where it's, uh, I know you're not really there. What the hell is it called? That weird powder that's not coffee that people drink sometimes. Nescafe? No, that's coffee. Uh, or at least trying to... Instant coffee? Fuck. Did you make it up? Probably. Post them! Like post? Post them. I found it. Roasted grain beverage. <laughs> Roasted grain beverage? I think it was part of uh, the cereal magnates uh, campaign. In the oh, they were trying to go for everything? To just dull everyone's palates so they stopped masturbating so much. <laughs> Kellogg had. Uh, <laughs> Thank God you're back with us for this excellent content you got going. Kellogg had the cornflakes. Okay. Post had postum. Okay. It was like if you won't get titillated by this boring bullshit. Oh, you like kids. Everybody. And then we're gonna cut off your your foreskins to dull your penis. What have you been doing the last couple months? This is here? what the early 20th century was all about: dulling your senses so you wouldn't. Wait, is this masturbate. what that movie was all about? Uh, Road to Well. Road yeah. to Wellville. Did you ever see it? So they thought, dull your senses so you won't be all stimulated, so well, your weenus won't get going. I think that movie is about a uh, movement contrary to that, because that guy was all about s shoving stuff up your butt and having. I am so confused. Having Bridget Fonda in a bathtub full of milk, which was very titillating for a young. Yeah, I don't care as much postum as you drink. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> get some going. Handfuls of postum. <laughs> trying to chill and cornflakes. Chill your loins. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> my, my more postum. Milk on bridge. <laughs> a bridge under milky <laughs> waters. <laughs> like a bridge. <laughs> over. over milky. Oh, I got to stop trying to do puns. My, the part of my brain that does puns is broken. Yeah, you're out of step, bud. We got to go to work out in the pun room. I can still remember archaic philosophy. <laughs> you can remember what postum was part of the uh, untitulating movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, and Mighty Body Boss Toads, dance is still going. I'm very, very proud of them. It was about be. three songs in. It was like, all right, we know what they're going to do with the last one. So, Was it the last? I, no, because it left. Because it was like, all right, mm. they got about a half hour of. Got about a half hour of that. You were there during a Knights game. It's too expensive. I did. Uh, no, because it was Brevard. Brevard uh, shout out to Brevard. He was there. He listens. Uh, but I, he's not like, I don't really want to go to a Knights game. You know what I mean? It was like, it would be too much for someone who's like lukewarm on the whole thing. Yeah, very much money. But I wanted to go because uh, they were playing the Anaheim Ducks. It would have been super hot. But I was there for game seven of the, I don't know baseball that well, but AL or ML or NL final the between uh, the Dodgers and Brewers. And I love being in a gambling town when sports love that yeah. magnitude are going on because people lost their shit. Uh, Dodgers got a, uh, a home run. Somewhere in the fifth or sixth, and got up by four runs, basically sealing the deal. And that the, the everywhere in the casino was just like, whoa! Like mm. somebody just got paid the fuck out. Fun. Yeah, that I was fun. I wonder what that's like to feel joy. <laughs> Don't know anymore. Don't know what. It, how you doing? You just eating a lot of postum these days. Drink a lot of postum. <laughs> that's all you do for your job. Is keep the senses tempered. Mm -hmm. That's why you can't pun no more. Yep. What, what about uh, what, do you, what do you do for your jollies? What are you what are you watching? What are you watching these days? Nothing. I watch a lot of Elmo videos. Do you? In fact, I've got the whole. That's a good question. 
what I this is something I don't know. How's kids content? Is it just overwhelmingly there's just so much kids content like you don't have to worry about it no more. Like I feel like when it was a kid it was like you had the Sunday mor- or Saturday mm. morning. But now I feel like Netflix has like are you discovering this whole world of kids content? Well, my my child is very specifically oriented towards Sesame Street, specifically. Elmer. Really? But she's branched out a little bit into uh, Baby Einstein sign language stuff. Excuse me? Is this a modern day uh, invention? Yeah. <laughs> what? Just young? I- what are you talking about? Baby Einstein? You don't know about? No, that? no clue. Well, the idea was like, oh, if you listen to classical music and shit, your kid will be super smart. So it's not a baby dressed up as Einstein no, doing stuff. Okay, so that was my, f- I, like, that's yeah. why I thought. Unfortunately, not that. Like, you were so nonchalant about it. It's like, I'm picturing a little baby, like, so what is, it's like baby Einstein is like, oh, this is for your kid to become an Einstein. Yeah, it's stuff that they they can start watching super young and it's supposed to be. When did Einstein, when did this come out? When did this product start? I want to say 90s. How many of these kids are out there being super smart after? Zero. Okay. No, it's it doesn't. Am I wrong? <coughs> Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Most of it's garbage, but the sign language yeah. stuff she seems to actually be learning. That's cute. I like that. Plus, it's fun to like see your kid like, hey, you got sign language. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you did, but now you do, and now you know sign language. It's pretty awesome. Are you learning along? Yeah. Do you know sign language? Say stop. Oh. Stop. Thank you. Please. Uh, cereal. I know the Ringo. Ringo. Bring some love. That's the only sign I know. The peace sign. I try to get Ringo. her to do the, the peace sign. Well, actually, my oh dad my tries to get her to do the peace sign. You can tell her brain is wants so desperately to figure out how to make two of her fingers okay. go up, and she just can't do it. I'm sorry it took me this long to remember to tell you this. So outside of El Cortez, the only place to go and stay in Vallegas, baby, um, it, we were out there, and we were going to walk around because the Bradfords were staying in this cabana, and I looked on the ground. Or I looked on the uh, uh, on the wall, and it was like, the Abbey Road in Las Vegas. And I was like, wait, what? And you looked on Fre- this part of Fremont Street, not the closed down part. This is down near El Cortez. It's like they tried to do this gimmick, which was this is Abbey Road, but in Las Vegas. But here's where I flip my shit. On the ground was a handprint signature of one Mr. Ringo <laughs> fucking star. And I was like, Ringo came to El Cortez in 2015 and put his hands in the goddamn cement and was here. I was losing my shit. But then I was like, I got to find a photo of it. Turns out there was the ceremony for putting it in the ground, which was a bunch of like ex-mobsters looking dudes just revealing a sign of Ringo. First of all, it was Ringo, very poorly done. Star, as in like he did a star because mm. he can't be bothered. Tiny, very tiny little hands. Mm. Very little hands. He had done the pressing of the concrete months before on Ringo Day in front of the, the <laughs> fabulous Las Vegas sign and they moved it over there. I was so mad. Can't go. I'm not going to El Cortez. Peace and love. Peace and love. No El Cortez. Sounds like a pretty shabby road to me. Nice. You've seen the uh, peace and now you got your puns going. You're warming up. Did you uh, Did you watch the b- b- Ringo Star No More fan mail video? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I'm a Ringo Starr. I don't want no bloody fan mail. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a million years old. No more fan mail? This is a classic. By the way, I want to say in defense of Ringo Starr, I think he's a great drummer. Yeah, I like Ringo. This is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to tell you, please, after... The 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address 
that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love. <laughs> too much to do. No too much to mail. do. Thank you, thank you. And no object to be signed. Nothing. Uh, anyway, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> he thinks that if he says that, he can say whatever. <laughs> exactly. Give me a big day. I got too way, much to do. By like, the way, the Rohingya in Burma deserve to be annihilated. <laughs> peace and love, peace, peace and love. Peace and love. I will not go to El Cortez. I will only go to the fabulous Vegas side. No peace and love. When was that? This year? Uh, no, this was twenty. Well, 2008. Because you know it's October 20. Oh, my there. God. Did he? No, he didn't say so October. So this was 10 years ago? Did he say this? Thank you. It's thank October you. 20th no is the date. To be signed. Nothing. Uh, peace and love, but I have too much to do. <laughs> too much so to do. date on the envelope will be signed after the 20th of October. Oh, we just missed it. <laughs> what did we call it? Complaint? But what year? We, 2008. <laughs> Sorry, we did just miss it by 10 years and three days, but could we? Peace and love, peace and love. What if, what if we say peace and love a lot, Mr. Star? Peace will and you? love. I will not go to El Cortez. No, my freakish hands can't open the door. You're doing uh, Mike Myers and Love Guru with your voice. <laughs> All right. No Wait, he was like, he was full on doing Indian voice. And that's what you said? No! Too much to do. To do. Too much to do. No, I'm not doing that. That's way <laughs> different. You lost your mind. We'll let the people judge. Oh, okay, I'll send it. Send it to Ringo Starr. Let him judge. See if he can sign it for us, too. Oh, Ringo. Too much to do. I'm going to Vegas, and I'm signing something. Too much to do in the next 10 years. Money breakers, not too much to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. So. <laughs> no, you're okay. You've, you're what? One. Yes. <laughs> My grandmother's grandmother's from India. Yeah, so you get your free rigs there. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> you have no repercussions. I have more right to it than Ringo fucking star. That's true. But anyway, he signs with the star because that's what Ringo does. Oh, great. That's kind of fun. And there was also a sign in the El Cortez that... Uh, something Wilbur, Wilbur. He was uh, going to be there. He's fr he was Mike Myers in <laughs> Halloween four, five, and six. Hmm. And Mike Myers. I know. <laughs> Love Guru. <laughs> Wilbur. Great. I can't make it down. We were doing a lot of Wilbur. <laughs> Ringo was friends with Wilbur. See, you're doing Mike Myers. Love Guru. I, s I swear. I don't we'll play it back. Right, let me play it. Let me try it. producer to type this stuff in, get it all We ready. do need a producer to give me the Ixnay and the It'll Aceism. It'll only take a minute right. to check my business account balances. <laughs> the Aceism. I thought you could just self-govern on that one. I didn't know we needed to get a producer. Can we get the racist uh, producer in here? The non-racist producer? Oh, you being bloody this. racist. <laughs> so Oh, this is not what I wanted. This was uh Oh. So, you are the owner of the ice hockey team the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> okay, take it all back. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the Toronto Maple I'm Ringo Starr the Maple Leafs. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Fuck, can we cut all this out? No. Pro- producer, can we you cut this out? I fucking own that shit. I was doing a spot on Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> peace and love. No, you were wrong, but peace and love. Peace and love. You don't sound like Mike Myers. Say it, please. A little bit. Oh, say your fucking mouth. Oh, you brought back Vern Troyer. Also dead. Oh, sorry. Now we're just watching Locker Room. <laughs> what else? Happened? Remember how this is a fucking hockey movie? Oh, that makes me so sad and cringed out. Like my brother's like, oh, I want to do a hockey movie, <laughs> but the only way you can handle it. That <laughs> gets you going. How's your fosters? Feels by the way? good to laugh. <laughs> so you got your Elmo, you got your Brady Einstein. I'm fostering a love for this Foster's beer. Uh, I got my Elmos. Got your Cisco Street. Have you ever thought about bringing? There back is a great, great song. I think it's from the '80s. Grover singing "Monster in the Mirror." Love it. Whoa. Like oh, you know what? Love it. We were on the r- in the radio in Vegas, and the uh, Mambo Number no. Five came out. Mm. Uh, came out. It would actually just come out. I had never heard it before. <laughs> but I, so I saw all the stuff. You know, it was voted top twenty worst songs of all time. But then I was scrolling through, and it was like Bob the Builder version. I was like, nice. oh! And then I just happened to notice release September third, two thousand one. I was like, oh. A is for Abby. B is for Bert. C is for Cookie Monster. D for dessert. Uh, e is for Ernie. F is for Frog. G is for Grover. H is for hog. I is for insect. J, jar of jam. K is for... Fuck. I can't remember. I thought I had the whole thing memorized. It's this goddamn alphabet. That's the thing is that you you didn't watch that with your kid. That was just you memorizing it on your own time. J, a jar of jam. What would K be? Kermit? Yeah, that's uh, I know it's a Jim Henson joint, but they couldn't get them separated. They gotta keep them separated. That's Kay. actually what that song was about. Oh, is that what it was? It was <laughs> about keeping the Sesame Street and Muppets separate. Sesame Street alphabet? Uh, yeah, but there's a, there's one with Usher, which is different and also totally. Wait, but has this song been around forever? Like, no. and they just keep changing it. They just realized they should do the alphabet later on. K is for kitten. Oh, f- of course. L is for lamb. M is for Murray. And is like for the noodle. city of Murray? O is for Oscar. P is for Poodle. Who's Murray? Q is for Queen, a queen who likes to quack. Who's Murray? R is Rosita. Who is S Murray? S is for Snack. Who is Murray? <laughs> T is for Telly and a tuba to blow in. That's Murray. That's a... N- they couldn't think of anything other than Murray. The f- only time I've ever seen... They had one time they used Murray. Murray... Yeah, I think Murray. He seems like he's Elmo upside down. Is all like they've switched the head. That's Murray. That's Murray. Oh, I thought this was Murray. That's, That's a, a lamb. lamb. Wait, the lamb doesn't have a name. No, it's um, it's Murray. Like L his is, we- is Elmo's weird uncle. Yeah, I right. drop off of Elmo and pick him up when his dad <laughs> is out of town. So Q is for Queen, a queen who likes to crack. <coughs> R is for Rosita, S is for Snag, T is for Telly, and a tuba to blow in, U for ukulele, V for violin, W is for worm wiggling, X for xylophone, because it's the only word that starts with X, Y is for you, Z is for Zoe, and Zoo. There you go. It's for what? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Is that the one that you watch? Yep, that's the one I just recited. Yeah, there's not another version, like a 70s version? Uh, well, perhaps, I don't know. Well, I guess Murray wasn't around in the 70s. Murray was not around in the 70s. It just seems weird to me they wouldn't have done Actually, this. Murray was. He was the heroin addict on Sesame ah, Street. Ah, they had a 
teach that lesson. They had to teach that lesson. Oh, they tell me there's not a 70s version. They never did the 70s. They never did the alphabet in the 70s. I'm sure they did. Here, look. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. This is not 70s. 2011. He's old as fuck. Yeah, he's, that's not. That's not what I want. I'm going to die. <laughs> we teach. Please call the police. Oh. They did this one. What's that? Lou Rawl. Oh, yeah. Here's a song I'm gonna sing. A song that you can sing. The story of the ABC. After a while, I just I took some LSD. <laughs> is that like, the next letter? I don't man, know. This song is really grooving, and then it just hit a nosedive when fucking we had to do the alphabet. Lou so I'm just Rawls. You'll never find another like me. You know that song? No. Well, you don't know Lou Rawls, bro. He's wearing a Budweiser shirt in this. Love the man. This buzz for you. Thanks, Rawls. Who's the other man in that photograph? Uh, That's just a umpire from a baseball game. Anyways. Tell us about your trip to Provo when you saw those oh, ghosts. Oh, fuck me. Schlegel went to Provo to see some ghosts. How did it go? I got to tread lightly on this one. Why? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm just going to say. You saw some fucking ghosts? I just got to say, I don't, I don't believe it now. Whoa! No. It was shit. You missed out on the dumbest tour of all time. The guy's really nice, though, and his girlfriend's so great. They're great people. Uh, uh, I don't think he listens to this podcast. I don't think he's going to ever care about this. I don't know why he would. No one is no listening, one listening to, this to this podcast. Maybe four people started, then no one no is listening. No, no one has made no it this far. It. That's a fair point. Well, let me spread Remember the how break. racist I was? I know. No one is listening. It's true. But you, to be fair, great, 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 great grandpa. See? It's not racist. Absolutely not. Uh, so there's a guy who comes from a bingo. I call him Leon Trowski. He looks like Lennon. <laughs> Okay. But he has glasses on, so I feel like I was kind of half right. Sure. He, uh, his o- last year, invited me to go to his ghost tour, and I was like, sure. And he comes every once in a while, and he's really into folklore. And I, I do find that stuff interesting. I, I like to hear what he has to say. I don't believe in shit. I don't believe in one second in ghosts. But I like hearing the stories. I think that's fun. And he said he's doing it again this year in Provo. And I was like, I haven't been to fucking Provo. Like, I've never gone out and got drinks in Provo. Let's go to Provo. Yeah. Got a reason Can you even get a drink of bro? Oh, let me tell you. So we go down there and it's like it starts at eight. So we go to this one bar, the A. It's it's like the alphabet, A, B, C, D, F, G. No, it's like A, B, G bar. Have you ever did you ever gone? Have you ever gone down to Provo? Not since I've been a man. Okay. (laughs) So it's going to be in the future is when you're going to go. Is that what you're telling me right now? I'm transitioning to Finland. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we go down there and this bar was great. It, uh, It was like a classic bar. It, it, it it's a classic bar. He's got a door, chairs. Whoa, 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 whoa. I never said any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say one word about that. No, I, you walk in, it was like one of these old diner bars. You know where like it had the very typical of a diner bar? So it like it looked like you have food. A and diner bar. Yeah, and it had like, We're a, with you. It had, like a door and like a chairs and <laughs> like a bar bar. But it was a diner but bar. A, diner. A, 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 but a bar diner. Bar, but with a, of course with a door and chairs. But you walk in and a big space for music and all that. The thing that was most noticeable about this was that when asked for a whiskey ginger, the guy was like, that would work. 
What are you talking about? Whoa. And I was like, you know, whiskey and ginger ale. Like, oh, immediately pours Mountain Dew. And he goes, that's not right. And then I like, had to make it again. Was it a goo? Uh, no, this was a... I think what happens is when you... Are you fucking with me? Now pr- no, I'm not fucking... This is exactly right. Maybe. What? In Provo, mm. they hire people who are inept on purpose to thwart people well, that's to get drunk. To explain Provo to anyone who we listens to this who isn't from Utah, Provo is like the epicenter of Mormon culture, I think. Yeah, that's days. where BYU is. It's where BYU is. I think is. most people know that. Yeah, and Provo is Provo is when people think of stereotypical ridiculous Utah. Yeah. That's it. Salt Lake has got enough of the gays, the minorities, to really give it that punch. And that's why we live here, because it's much In better Provo, than Provo. They're punching the Right there. Yeah, they've punched them all out. So we go to this bar, and I think my theory is is that if you're still in Provo and you drink, you, you there's no culture of drinking, so you're kind of just winging it. Like, for instance, we've... I so- heard once upon a time that that's actually what happened in America at large during Prohibition, that there was this like tremendous culture around drinking and like uh, craft cocktails or whatever. Right. There was this whole, like culture behind it and then during prohibition it was all destroyed and just became we have to go somewhere and get as fucked up as possible right so that we don't get in trouble and then that just became the de facto right drinking binge culture. drinking culture is so came this is a yeah okay so it's got some likes it's got some likes but so because also to point in case was that we then would you like some posting with your rail oh, sir the city of Provo only allows one drink per drink of postum, so you have to keep <laughs> that postum down. No masturbating in here, sir. <laughs> we turn the lights off, uh, but we also uh, you have to take your shoes off and step on uh, sand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would keep your jollies down. That's how I. <laughs> that's how I get through the day. <laughs> I was gonna say tax, but then I was like, well, I don't think they want people bleeding. Anyway, it was a bit of a flight of fancy. So we see this menu, and it has drinks like Jesus's dick. No. Yes. Everything you've said so far about this bar seems like a lie. And it's, I will take you, let's go it's right now. We Jesus got, is dead. No, not the bar. <laughs> God damn it. What is the bar called? It's, I think it's where they used to have a lot of shows. They used to have a lot of shows here. It's No, the shot is called Jesus. No, it was a full on drink, Provo bar, and it had like a thousand things in it. ABG's <laughs> um, <laughs> bar. So instead of ABC's, ABG's. But let me see if they have a menu on their website. It would be so great if they did. But it was Jesus's dick. <laughs> Our drinks. Please, God. Please, God. Oh, shit. They're like, no one can ever complain about it. Because if they complain about it, then they will have admitted to have been in here. That's true. And seen it, so we, uh, can, we can call our drinks whatever the fuck we want. The, their website does list every single drink you can get there, but it doesn't weird. list the actual. Jesus doesn't it doesn't list that. They had like queen, you know. They got like they got they got like that sounds like a shot I would have made up. But they've got like a big the music, like you could listen. It seems like the it's live music is what's going on there. But Jesus Dick, it's like blue balls and like you know. Well, blue balls. That's a that's a pretty typical. Start off heavy with Jesus Dick number one. Yes, that's good. They put that one down. But it was also like you get that sense of like the it's like, oh, we're drinking. Like, fuck the normal culture. Yeah. But they don't know what's funny. So it just comes off as really abrasive. Like, oh, that's kind of just. When Jesus is. Yeah. Could you believe I said that? No. But it's going to hell. It is fun. (laughs) It is fun that you could order. A drink called Jesus Dick that close to the Provo campus of BYU. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty you can't cool. even get that in any other place in the world. That's true. No other place. Not one other place. So Unless it is a cocktail. Maybe it is. Let's look it up. Oh, yes. man. I'm, I'm afraid of what images are going to be <laughs> displayed. Well, first of all, I'm not going to get far. I typed in Jesus' duck. 
Or just dick <laughs> cocktail. Uh-huh. I know, wouldn't that be fun? All right. Dick Junior Cocktail, Mr. Boston Drinks, Dirty Dick Cocktail, Slippery Dick Cocktail, yeah, so. The Dick Sucker Shot, <laughs> Mama Juana, Jesus and the Huge Asshole. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, th- I don't think any of this. Nothing's coming up as when I type in Jesus Dick Cocktail. So it's a might be it's a, a Provo Ridge. Aboriginal. 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 I'm trying to do ab. Producer. Ab. I didn't try to do a thing. Oh. Just ab Jesus. ABGs. A big, gigantic Jesus's dick cocktail. ABGs. ABG. ABG. Two, one, three. They. That's where it's at there. We only had time for one drink there. We leave. Walk up to this church where the tour begins, and they're so sweet. They, uh, it's a gentleman and his girlfriend. He does it every year. He's been doing it for like eight years. She gave it to us for free. Normally, it's like 15 bucks. Wow. It was very sweet. But, you know, he's a big gringo. We see him all the time. And they've got a nickname. She's great. How many people were there? This was a Friday night, and it's in October, so it was it was prime go season. Uh, and I would say probably 20 people, 20 plus people. Good amount for all that's advertised is him walking you around. doesn't say anything spooky he then takes you to an alleyway then takes you to a hallway in a mall and he starts going like a lot of people see nature spirits here and fairies lots of talk of fairies nature spirits how does he does say he's a skeptic he's skeptic so he's not (sighs) doesn't and it's like okay the problem i will say is that i wish i could i wish i was bold enough and if you ever listen to this i want you to know i love you but your main issue is you have no concept of a narrative. Mm. Granted, this podcast shows that we don't either. Yeah. But what you just need to kind of give us that storytelling flame. Like, we would get to a spot and we're like, someone saw a fairy here once. I don't know if I believe it, but they said they saw a creature walked around over here. And over someone, two other people said the same thing. Next spot. And it's just like, but then I'm How also. Do fairies fit into the. Because ghosts are obviously right. the dead. Uh, right come back but well, what the fuck is he's a fairy a, he's a what is that called crypto crypto zoologist crypto zoologist right fairies are like a yeti seemingly so in provo utah and i will say that so i rushed like he would take his time to get where you like he would say then they saw a fairy which is really crazy because they're like they they just see the shadows and that's one story and then another time someone else saw it. this was a two hour walk like i'm all for campy i'm all for ridiculous this was a list of just insanity so we go from location to location then like the and also every once in a while i was i was here with he didn't say lady he said like like he would say like you know when dudes say weird words for like oh you're on a date this sounds like it started as a way to find for anonymous homosexuals Ooh. find one another back when it was illegal and i like that, that idea they, the momentum was there and they just don't know how to stop it they just kept going once two fairies <laughs> found love in this alleyway who knows if it'll happen again uh any lucky volunteers want to join me in this particularly dark it's section i hear at midnight at twelve fifty. <laughs> if you come alone we suggest men come to that. <laughs> Stop <laughs> by ABGs for a couple of Jesus's dicks. Bring one, maybe, and the nymph will love it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, they're even put two and two together. 
And then there was he was trying to put yeah. one well, into one. <laughs> you definitely didn't think that because he was making lots of references to dates, girl, like groupies, <laughs> like like a lot of like that kind of like oh, like you keep bringing yes. up that you were on a this date. Guy was just waiting for someone to please end his loneliness. Yeah. Well, he was there with his girlfriend. Who? Yeah, his girlfriend. Oh that's boy. air quotes there. Oh his boy. beard. So you, you then go to like so many other locations, and again, it is two hours. An hour in, I was like, let's just leave. And then it was like, we got it for free. <laughs> just, just like the Mighty Mighty Boss films. Oh, shit. I just bail on things so early. But then we go, to, well, like, to some, like, we went to one spot where, here, this is how it great is. It's a bike shop now. Also, a little history of each building. Something. It was just the reported times, what they people saw. And he doesn't know if he believes it, but it's probably true. But he believes it. But it, I understand if you don't. Next spot. We never got, like, a history of the thing. Like, you know, tie it all together. Give me a sense of something. Give me a spook here and there. We go to this one building, and it's a uh, 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 bike shop. And it, the, he goes, he's like, yeah, one time I went into the bike shop and was asking about stories. And the stories they were telling me I could cl- very clear tell were not real, and I did not like that. Like, I got the sense what happened is he walked in. He's like, hey, I've heard stories about this place. And the workers, two bunch of punks who r- work at a bike shop were probably like oh yeah there's this one story and like mm. probably probably goofing on him a little bit mm. i would say kind of open to it yeah, i'm not trying to be mean but then he said but there's this one story when it was it was a flower shop that the woman who had cut a bunch of flowers was walking down the stairs and the flowers fell off individually out of the basket onto the ground and it's like you know fucking air and flowers down s- what are you talking about with this nonsense Pretty spooky. No spooks, no I- imagery. It's just list of things. Doesn't know if it's true, but he likes it. But it's not. He's he's open minded. A lot of nymphs, a lot of fairies, a lot of nature spirits. The best part of it was the end, and when we got to <laughs> the best part was when there's it was actually over. this really. I don't know if you've been to Provo. This weird tree that the city like has that keeps propped up. Where it's actually this weird hybrid of two different trees, and it's very large and circles around. It's actually really cool. But that was like his big finale of like I see nature spirits here. Then it was the pitch. <laughs> then it was the pitch for <laughs> go another. Yeah, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe, but I've definitely seen nymphs. I love a good nymph, tree nymphs, and he couple of nymphos. See, yep. yep. <laughs> see, yeah, yes. That's see? why he has no fucking backstory or narrative. Yeah. is because usually, oh, maybe some horny provo yeah. dude has jumped his bones. Maybe by then. nymphs, nature, nature, and like they're all coded for what kind of sex happens there. Yeah, it's like, like if you want different nymphs, bandanas that you can wear yes. in, in bars in the eighties, they would let you know what you're into. Yeah, that's what Fuck this is. Yeah, there were nymphs. There were. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dryads. There were big scary bears who will come and get you. <laughs> they were twinkles. <laughs> Twinkle bells. Twinkle be- and there were even there's maybe someone just wants to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm open and interested. Let me show you how you see a nymph. First, a volunteer's mouth. <laughs> but then he goes, and so he goes. Then he, he gives the pitch for the big fairy tour, which is separate. Has to happen after midnight. I'm not making this up. No, you are. And it has to be less than nine people. No witnesses. <laughs> and then he said, he said, there's one of it is the four minute mile or three minute mile where you walk and then all of a sudden you you end up a mile ahead. And you you can't explain it. And I'm now realizing it's where he roofies you and you wake up a mile down. 
And then for an extra special trip at 5 a.m., there's a parked truck at an abandoned road stop. Get inside the back. You will feel the presence of a ghost behind you. Let it do whatever it wants, or it'll be very mad. <laughs> That's tips your promo. Good tips definitely accepted. <laughs> Whether That's or not you want, there's a tip there's going a, in. There's a tip. Oh, God. You're lucky you escaped. I know. I'm glad there were so many people there would have been witnesses. <laughs> there's like this one part where he like literally took us to the park. They have a Pioneer Park down there. And y- you go down and... Uh, you go down all right. Oh, all right, everyone, come down. <laughs> come stand on your knees. Let me show you the crazy ghost, the crazy clown. <laughs> it's in the shape of a small cylinder <laughs> with a rounded tip. Oh, the sensation. You can only feel it with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> feel the spirit in your mouth. Rub your tongue around the spirit. Ooh, here comes some tiny ghosts out of the spirit. <laughs> Ectoplasm, <laughs> you've been slimed. Oh, that, save that, save that. A little remnants <laughs> of the polter world, poltergeist world. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. Everyone else is like, when's the straight guy going to leave so we can <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, this is fucking lame. <laughs> this is, I want Jesus' dick. I'll help. Um, it was bad. It was very, it was, I, you, I was so sad because you talked about coming. <laughs> so did everyone else on the tour. <laughs> uh, you didn't make it, and I was so I was like, oh, it would have been so much fun. And then it was like so much better. Uh, you didn't go because uh-huh. then we did go to. to ta- I cannot believe this. We then go went to the only other bar that we could find in Provo, which was a straight up gay bar. And it was uh, the tour guide said, "Come on over here." He said, "Dancing really gets the spirits up." No. We just went. The <laughs> tour ended, and we went there, and it was that was really fun. I forget the name of that place, but uh, they had a stage, and they had to, but it was one that's of those great. <laughs> I love a good bar with a stage. <laughs> Whether they had a or not, door it gets and you. chairs. It was like a diner bar. <laughs> um, they. What did they do to you? Oh my God. What did they do to well, your I brain? I did the three minute mile. They roofied me. I'm out. <laughs> Don't remember nothing. Saw nothing but nips out there on the road. Nips and tips. Nips and tips. <laughs> that should be a drink. But no, this bar, it was one of those bars though where you ask for the well whiskey and it comes back like that drink was not good. It was Ugh. again, I think the whole culture down there not good drinks because uh, the only other place you can get alcohol was this like coffee shop that would like put vodka and like li- like latte drink. You know, like where they're like, oh, you want like a fun drink? We'll put alcohol in it because they don't really know. Weird. It was very weird. There was a dry uh, 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 rub down that behind nah. the tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a dry bar, a dry karaoke bar. Ugh. Yeah. It, I mean, like, let me say, Friday Only night. Only Tori Amos songs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, uh, the other thing was that they constantly, well, I'm being roofied right now by, he <laughs> just got me. A nip <laughs> came in here and dropped one in me. Uh, dropped one in me. Uh <laughs> Uh, the Friday night in Provo is hopping. It is going down. It, the moral Christian world loves this. It would love this place. It's idyllic Mormon world, like Pleasantville. The buildings are nice and from the sixties. There's like chocolate tasting and and ice cream eating. Like it's all that. I mean, it's going on. It's just no no booze besides those three parts. Weird. Mm-hmm. Let me be the first to say this is very weird. Um, and let me uh, just reiterate, I. Seven and I, we like to go on these trips, go wherever. To yeah. v- Vernal, wherever. Pocatello, we've had great times in weird places. 
and they usually pay off. This is the first time it was like, so nope, <laughs> fuck Provo. I'm not going back to Provo. I do not like that town. Just not a fan. Took front runner. That was even probably more of a highlight. Mm. Let's get on the train. But it was. Mm-mm. Don't ever hang out in Provo. That's the moral of the story. It's a great moral. Yeah. Fuck Provo. Fuck Provo. That's the name of this episode. Do you want to talk about devils? No. Nope. Not at all. I think what were we you gonna say? Well, just tell me a little. Nothing. Something. Well, happy Halloween out there. <laughs> if you're looking for a little, I feel like we delved into the evil. That's true. World of of oh of just underground that Provo. One. Oh, there. What do you mean? Oh, my racism? Uh, well, no, just homophobia. If you're saying like the evil world of underground, because we well, I mean, in Provo, inside it a is man's evil. But yeah, yes, there's a lot in Provo sexual. A lo- lot of Provo sexual. It was the whole thing, because I was really excited. I thought, you know, oh, it's gonna be. And every other man, I'm sure they were all men on that tour. Like, I'm excited too. Oh, who's the square? He's definitely a narc, and he's gonna rat us out. Oh How many man. stupid fucking bullshit locations yeah. can our guy bring When's the bring next us to? tour going to be? When's the next one? <laughs> right after this one? That's why he had nothing to say. I know. He had never had to go that far for the orgy to commence. Every single stop was a different... Not interesting. Uh, what, what, have, what else have you got? <sighs> I ruined it. You ruined it. The only good time you can have in Provo. <laughs> it's over. You ruined it. Well, I'll just say, please go back. Give it another chance. I will not be there. <laughs> so it will be fine for everyone. The bars were fine. I would like to go back to the the gay bar because I think they do a, a, a drag show that looked like it would be fun. Hmm. The building, it was a nice, you know, this one. They had actually one of the coolest had a parts. a door, had chairs. It was a diner bar. They had, um, they had someone had done characters throughout, like, it seems from, like, the 90s, 80s. And I was like, oh, this is actually a really interesting uh, like kind of mural of all like the homosexual community of Provo kind of kept in time, you know, because it was like this lady was a mailwoman, this dude was a carpenter. They kind of gave a little story because it's a character, but like, you know, it's not exactly a dominant part. It's a very much an underground scene in Provo, Utah. Yeah. And it was a way to like document people I'm assuming aren't around anymore. I don't know. They all went on that ghost tour. Maybe they're all ghosts on the ghost tour now. Hmm. <gasps> That's how it ends. You go there and it was like, all these people were hate crime to death. Yeah, God, probably true. So sorry. Provo, you're not for me. People of Provo who are at that all the bars, you are sweet people. You were nice to us. Good luck. Come up to Salt Lake. We, we want you up here. We want you up here in Salt Lake. This is where you belong. Yeah. Leave the chocolate tastings and the Mormon shit down there if you want to. Love, love to suck where you belong. But that's also good because there should be a place where Mormons. Ah, I can't make anyone happy anymore. It's hard. Mormons deserve That's their own That's why you got to just focus on the postums, the cornflakes. You're right. You stay away from those Jesus's dicks. Anyway, if you want to see me, I'll be at the Midnight <laughs> Ferry Tour down in Provo. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'll be for the next eight months of my life. I love you all. Glad to be back. Uh, cobwebs, kind of like uh, Halloween with mm. cobwebs. That's what we're going through right now. Yeah. Got uh, me in your cob- spider webs. Got me in your spider webs. Call me if you call me. What's your uh, contemporaries of Mighty 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 Mabatos? Anyway, Holyoke and I will be both dressed up as the dancer. We're doing the same costume. Dancer from Mighty Mighty Mabatos for Halloween. So skank with us out there. Zoot suit. Midnight. Provo. By the way, Vegas, I saw a dude in a low level. I didn't remember this zoot suit. It was like a, uh, it was on first. It was a diner bar, but it was a doors and then there were seats. (laughs) This guy in a zoot suit. Was walking with his girlfriend, who was wearing a full sequence like skin tight 
glitter dress. Huh. And when we were waiting to cross the street, Bradford thought I just was trying to tell some stupid story. He started laughing. And then I heard uh, uh, the Zoot Suit guy. Let's just say there's grabbing your lady friend's butt when you're on the street, mm. which is already weird. But then try giving her a full proctology, like, like, burr, burr, boom, like, how are you doing up there on the middle of the street? And that's when we came up with Toot Zoot Riot. Nice. Because butts, Toot Zoot Riot. Mighty, mighty proctones. That's what we do here, people. <laughs> in a overly saturated podcast world, we stand out above the rest, or should I say in the rest, in Ooh. the form of semen or finger. We love you so much. So until next time. Uh, uh, goodbye. goodbye.